This is the Timothy Project Podcast, and we exist to equip and encourage pastors, missionaries, and ministry leaders. My name is Chad Hunsberger, and with me today is Matthew Smith. So this is not the Christ in All Podcast. It is not the Christ in All Podcast. That's when I'm in this room and we're sitting at these microphones. It's supposed to be the Christ in All Podcast. You know, I was actually going to mention... the show. (laughs) That's what what took place for some two years, (laughs) right? Right, yeah. Uh, I I was going to mention that. So um, Matthew Smith was uh, a resident here at Colonial Heights um, and is a is a church planter from us, and we're so thankful for that. But during that season that he was here on staff here, he led out on the Christ and All podcast, which is a different podcast that we do. Uh, and he was the both the question asker and kind of the uh, poke the bear. And um, yeah, <laughs> that, was, like, that was my favorite part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so, it was, man, we we did. We sat at this table with these mics uh, in this room for a long time, and thankful for that. But this time, I'm kind of flipping the script a little okay, bit. Right. We are on a different podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one, uh, I want to want us to think some th- about church planting. Okay, uh, This is new for you. It, it was mm-hmm. funny. Um, a, a few months ago, <laughs> you and I got invited. Panel. Yeah. yeah, a panel of uh, like experienced panel. And it was like, no, guys, we, yeah. we've been doing this for two months. Yeah. We don't really know. You what have we're doing. sent out one church, <laughs> and it was me. And I've been doing this for, at that time for just yeah. a few months. Yeah. Yes, I have a, uh, but we don't God, know anything about this. <laughs> that's yeah. exactly right. We're trial and error. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. it's going well, though. Mm-hmm. And so here's what I thought would be good if you can kind of rewind the tape a little bit and. Um, a little bit of the story there, okay. just because there's other things we mm-hmm. want to cover too. A little bit of the story yeah. of how how that came about in your heart, and um, and then we'll get to kind of okay, mm-hmm. what what took place for the yeah. actual sending and that kind of thing. Okay, yeah, um, I think years and years ago, um, just church planting. The first time I ever heard about it was just like this. Um, it was just this crazy idea to mm-hmm. me, right? Especially here in Mississippi, and I thought of when we have churches all over the place sure. right in the Bible Belt, and so I had that uh, that probably that conception that I think most people probably have of why do we need new churches? We've got sure. so many of them already, and Mississippi is like the most churched state right. in the United States. So, um, so that's where I would have been coming from for a long time, and uh, thinking, uh, hey, just. Let's just feed into the churches we've got. Let's mm-hmm. hopefully the churches, existing churches, can do a good job. And uh, but then it, it wasn't until um, many years later, and you and I are serving on staff together at a at a different church, yeah. right? And uh, you were the associate pastor there. I was the student minister, and actually had started doing some other stuff as well. But mm-hmm. um, uh, the just having like different things going on, riding in the car together to go get breakfast on a yeah. Sunday morning, just having conversations about different things. And so you come from the background of like your dad had planted a church. Yeah. That was something like, um, and so we were having conversations about church planting. Yeah. And in those early days, like not only did I not, I never like uh, saw myself as ever being a pastor. I also definitely never saw myself right. as being a church planter. Right. right? Um, and so those early days was like, oh, that might be something crazy that Chad might do. And maybe yeah. I can be a part of it somehow. Right. Um, and uh, and even in those early conversations, we were talking about this area yeah. of, of where we live. Like it was yeah. like the Brandon area out by the reservoir, 39047 Northwest Rankin County. That's right. right. And um so we're just having those some of those like kind of dreaming conversations, right? Um, and uh, 
And it was in some of those conversations and then in other like books I started reading, other podcasts I started listening sure. to of different pastors and different things. Uh, that was some of the steps where the Lord was like really opening up the doors of church planning and mm-hmm. seeing why it is a necessity. Yeah. Um, that when, uh, the, when we talk about multiplication, it's not just making new believers, it's also making new churches yep. and planting new churches. Um, and, you know, I think uh, we've we've had a previous conversation on the Christ in All podcast, mm-hmm. and so we said some of the same things. But uh, the idea was that uh, in we heard that in Mississippi, like 60% of the population, like, is affirms the fact that they are not engaged in church, like right. they are unchurched. That's right. And so if, like, if everybody decided on Sunday morning to go to church one Sunday, there would not be enough churches in the right. state of Mississippi right. to house everybody. And so there is a need for new churches. There is a need for, for more uh, Bible-teaching, gospel-preaching churches right. Right. in the area. No matter how many churches we've got, we still have lost people. We yeah. still have people who need the gospel. And, uh, and the typical person is... Going to be more attracted to the new church mm. rather than the existing church, mm-hmm. right? Um, the the new church, like less than ten years old, um, or you know, that's like the I guess what qualifies as yeah. a new church. Yeah. Once you get to that ten years, I said like you that at that point you're an established. You're no longer church. a plant, right? Yeah. yeah, that's you're just a church, right? Yeah, that but um. So those those newer churches are more attractive to unchurched people. Um, in fact, one of the very first uh, like kind of a meeting, like uh, an interest meeting, I guess, yeah. for for church planting that I went to, uh, put together by the two four two network here in Mississippi. Um, they even said something along the lines of like church planting being the best strategy for reaching people who are far from the Lord. That's right. Like the, the established churches with all their tradition, with all the people who have been doing things for so many years, and this is the way we do it, and this is we're never going to change from this mm-hmm. idea because it's things are just so set in stone for so many ways, uh, can, and maybe not always meaning to, but can still uh, uh, be a turnoff right. for, for unchurched people or people who are far from the Lord, lost people. Mm-hmm. And so uh, those newer, sometimes smaller or... Um, like less established churches can can be a bit more attractive, right? Yeah. Can be something that people will be more likely to to get involved in, and and typically tend to do a better job of uh, trying to engage the surrounding community. Like especially if it's uh, the 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 smaller the launch team, or if it's yeah. just one church planter, it's like well that forces you it's out right. into the community. It forces you to meet new people and to start serving new mm-hmm. people. And so it's like if you want to have church on Sunday morning, you've got to be going out there right. and, and going to to evangelize. Right? Yep. And so uh, so that's uh, that speaks into some of like why church planting is effective because yeah. yeah. there's like you don't have the 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 built in audience of. 200 or whatever, or, you know, yeah. whatever it is. So, um, so yeah, so I think that's, uh, that was really where the Lord was kind of pushing me, you know? Yep. So there was, again, that's a long story yeah, of, yeah. of like, like plenty my more background pieces yeah, and parts that we to could that. talk about. Yeah. But that was, uh, uh, the Lord just kind of opened that up. Yeah. The opportunity was here at Colonial Heights. Um, and, uh, from other stories that I've heard from other church planters, this is, if not the one of the most like healthiest situations of mm. a of ascending church sending us out uh, with what uh, the financial resources, the core team itself, the twenty five to thirty people that were sent out yep. with us, and uh, the support that we've continued to receive from from you guys as our parent yeah. church. So, yeah. So so um, there's there's a couple pieces to that. Uh, you mentioned um, kind of a, a core team. Yeah. You, you I thought, I, 
this was one of the things I really liked uh, in your terminology with that team. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was really more like a ascending team. Right, yeah. So, so yeah, I think I said core team. Mm-hmm. Um, that's probably the m- more commonly used that's right, term. Right. But what we intentionally used when we were actually putting that together was a launch team. Yep. Right. Um, we used that term, launch team, uh, for a couple of different reasons. Um, so, uh, typically, that, uh, that team that starts a church, when they're being sent from uh, a, a parent church, right. sent out... Uh, it's not uncommon for them to eventually return back to the parent church. Mm-hmm. A lot of times those people have been there, and that's actually the case with us. They've mm-hmm. been there years and years, maybe even like multiple generations yep. of their family being at this parent church. They, But they care about the Great Commission. They right. care about lost people. They want to see more people come to, to come to Christ. And so they would say something like, yeah, I'll give a year or two mm-hmm. to this new endeavor, and I want to help this new church get right. off the ground. And so, yeah, they're not... So that idea of core team, it just seems like, hey, they're the the lead team. They're the ones who right. are sitting around the table making the decisions. But but the launch team, it, it really is the idea of being sent out and we're helping this thing get off the ground, yeah. right? Um, I'm, my hope is that lots of people on that launch team stick around. Right, sure. Uh, but I know that there are, uh, you know, a, at least one or two, you know, that are mm-hmm. planning to come yeah. back, right? Yeah. And so they they actually told us at the beginning, like, hey, I'll we're give gonna, you a year, give you a year, yeah. and then I'm going to go back to Colonial Heights. Yep. And uh, so that's the, you know, we went in with that expectation. Yeah. Um, and it's also uh, because it is so common for people to return back to the parent church. Uh, if you refer to them as the core team, the ones who were here, mm-hmm. like, and you have that conception of like these are like the core members, right? right? right. That's that um, that kind of layer of importance. When they do return back to the home church, mm-hmm. that can be discouraging to the new people who came along, right? Who were like, all right, this is this was the core team, and they all left. Like, yep. why? But but if it was the launch team, it just That's carries right. that idea of like, hey, we were here to get it started. The fact that they went back is not that big of a deal. Like, right. We were intending, like yep. they they got it launched. That's right. And then they're going back, That's and right. so now we've got this new group of people hopefully that that's are, a new that, core that so new, to speak yeah the new yeah, people, yeah. Yep. yeah uh in in a moment i will speak a little bit to what it's like to be on the sending okay, end yeah. of some of that but on the um on some of the like receiving end so to speak of the being the sent mm. versus the sender um there was in your case you kind of joined our staff yeah um, and and we're preaching some on Sunday nights mm-hmm. here and kind of uh, helping people get to know you. You were yeah. in a life group. You were teaching classes. You were doing different things mm-hmm. like that. Um, but uh, once we said, okay, we are we are going this route, yeah. and we had a place. Mm-hmm. Uh, part of your job was to kind of recruit yeah. from here. Mm-hmm. Um, tell us a little bit about what what it was like to. to I mean, I know what you did, but yeah. <laughs> uh, what it was like to try to ask people, hey, yeah. will you go with me? Yeah. Um, so we were kind of we were intentional about that. I mean, it was it was very helpful that it had been talked about from the stage already. Mm-hmm. This was not a new thing to everybody. When we started making the announcements and right. started talking about it, it was had already been preached on maybe like a year mm-hmm. or so beforehand that we were Colonial Heights was going to plant a new right. church. So it was like, okay, we're doing it, right? So right. And then when we were able to... St- talk more about the plan, 
we could say things like, hey, we want to plant this church over in this area of right. Brandon, Mississippi, other side of the reservoir from here yep. at Colonial Heights. Um, we know that there are people who are members at Colonial Heights who live on that side of town. Uh, one of the very first things we did is we got on our church member database and we right. ran the report, right, of who has that that Brandon zip code or Rankin yep. County zip code, right? And so we, we had that list of people who were potential targets, right? Yep. And so uh, I think we had an interest meeting and they all got the, the letter, the email that said, hey, we would love for you to come hear more about this. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, and again, it had already been talked about. So they already knew that this was a possibility, right? And so they had started communicating with some of those. We had a really successful, uh, I think, around 50 people came mm-hmm. to an interest meeting. Yeah. Um, and, and then we so that then just following up with those people, hey, yep. where are you at? Some some lunches, some conversations. Sure. Some of them were saying, hey, we really feel like we're supposed to stay here. Yeah. We really feel, hey, our kids are involved in kids ministry, mm-hmm. student ministry. It's not a good time for us. You know, we would... Uh, you know, and a lot of times it was, they were almost apologetic, yeah. right? It was, yeah. it was like, hey, yeah. we can't, it wasn't, they were brushing off this crazy idea. It was like, hey, we would love to be a part of this. It's we, just not we, the right yeah, time. This is not for us yeah. right now. Um, and then, but then there were a lot of them who were signing up like right yeah. at the beginning, you know, just uh, simple in. encouraging stories of people mm-hmm. who from the get go were just, I'm, I'm sold, I'm, I'm in, I'm going to be a part of this. Yep. And so, um, and then there were, you know, those, some others who kind of came in later, or maybe there were some folks who kind of wrestled with it for a little yeah. while and were like, uh, they at the beginning were not in, but then mm-hmm. later on felt like they were supposed sure. to, or then the opposite happened a couple of yeah. times, right? Yeah. Some people who were, were coming to our training meetings yeah. and, but then said, Hey, this is really not for us. And that was kind of, that was again, intentional. Yeah. Like we kind of advertised it as come to those first few meetings if you want to take the next step. And you made decide Mate, yeah. that this is not the right time yeah. for us, right? So uh, so if lots of people went through that kind of process. Yeah. And then, uh, like I said, we uh, ended up launching with about 25 to 30 yeah. people coming from Colonial Heights with us yeah. as that, uh, that base, the beginning of the church, right? Yeah. So there's a, c- a couple things I, I would want to say. One, some of you who are listening right now might be thinking, I only have 60 people on Sunday. Yeah. I only have 100 people on mm-hmm. Sunday. Sending 25 people, sending... Right. A quarter of my congregation didn't seem like a positive idea, mm-hmm. and I I totally understand that, and and uh, so so you can kind of get some numbers, not because I think mm-hmm. numbers are the end yeah. all be all, but for us uh, on a Sunday there's uh, when we were sending uh, cross community church, mm-hmm. which is the church you've planted, um, we we had about 750 on a Sunday morning yeah. gathering, and so we were sending the 25 or 30 with you. There was also a few families that were going to the mission field, and so we had about 50 yeah. being sent mm-hmm. kind of at a time. And I, I think the math on that is like 8% or something yeah. like that. And so I would say for you to know, uh, if you're the pastor who's not necessarily feeling like you're mm-hmm. supposed to be a planter, but you would love to see that happen, you think, I, I don't know that I could send that many. Two things to say. One, uh, you don't always have to send that many people. Yeah. Um, it, it could be that you send a family yeah. uh, and maybe one more. Or mm-hmm. um, it also doesn't mean that as a sending church, you have to do the quite as much financial support. Yeah. Um, there, there are a variety of ways. In fact, I would encourage you, um, if you're a, of a Southern Baptist church here mm-hmm. in Mississippi, um, contact the Mississippi Baptist Convention and say, we want to be a part of yep. church planting. Yes. How do I do that? How do, I, how do we connect with a church planter? They, the, the systems are in place to, for right. you to get on that path, to receive training, to get everything you need. That's right. They will help you 
develop that team to go with you, Mm -hmm. to recruit those people. They will talk to you about how you raise finances if you don't have the the sending church who's able to do uh, what Colonial Heights is doing for us. Uh, They will provide all those resources. They can't do it for you right. necessarily, but they can help you get the skills that you need to, to be able to do those things. And they do provide some financial resources yeah. from the convention uh, and the uh, different associations locally right. can provide some funding as well. In addition to that, there are there are some ways that a, a sending church mm-hmm. can be a part of the church planting right. without... Uh, like so, so oftentimes this didn't happen in our case, but oftentimes um, there will be like a uh, a partner church. Mm-hmm. So there's a sending church that kind of yeah. bears the brunt of the financial responsibility, but there's a partner church mm-hmm. that comes along and says, "Hey, we'd love to give a hundred dollars a month yeah. to this church plant, or we'd love to, uh, and we'll send our youth group to help with the VBS." Yeah. Um, or you know whatever, mm-hmm. yeah. and so there's there's a variety of ways for you to come alongside and still have the the Great Commission mm-hmm. concern of we want to multiply churches. We want to that that's the way yeah. making disciples happens is through the church, and so we want to multiply churches because the other reality is we planted a church that was 20 minutes away that we had church members living in that community. Right. Uh, if you had said, if Matthew had come and said, hey, I feel like I'm supposed to plant a church in Tupelo, uh, well. We're probably not gonna as likely send, send as many send people. As many people people yeah. all selling their stuff or moving their you know, getting a new job, probably not as likely. Mm-hmm. Or especially if you had said Colorado or Texas or yeah. wherever else, probably not as likely to send a a, a twenty five or thirty. Yeah. Um, but if it's kind of in town, so to speak, mm-hmm. in the general community that you're in, uh, then it is it is more likely to be yeah. able to send like that. So we, yeah. We've done the sending. It's happened. Uh, tell us, just a, yeah. how's it going? So, yeah. So, uh, so we had a like launch Sunday. We, uh, the very first worship gathering, we had like over 70 people, which yeah. was like just blown away yeah. by that. Super um, great. Um, I found out after the fact that one of the guys of the association said that whenever you, um, whatever your launch Sunday is, expect week two to be like 50 to 60 yeah. percent of that number um and then so we did drop a pretty good bit that next week but uh but not that much yeah. not not 50 to 60 percent right mm-hmm. um we've kind of leveled out at um the i guess like mid 40s upper mm-hmm. 30s most weeks um and uh we have um you know, had a few Sundays where we hit like in the, in the fifties, right. Yeah. So like we yeah. had a couple of bigger ones. Um, uh, and so that's, that's been encouraging that yeah. people are coming that we've been, uh, that it, you know, we went into that first Sundays, like, Hey, it may just be this 25, like uh-huh. it might just be us that's sitting right. around like, right. listening to me preach. Right. Um, and we're thankful that it wasn't that God continues to send people our way that we continue to go out, um, and inviting people in yeah. and engaging the community in different ways. Um, so uh, we have had uh, a, a few families that have joined, or like family units mm-hmm. um, join. We've got uh, our so uh, probably my favorite story so far is uh, the so New Year's Day fell on a Sunday, mm-hmm. so just a couple weeks ago, and uh, I did a standalone kind of New Year's uh, sermon, kind of focused on. Um, so like the story of John the Baptist, repent and be baptized. Yeah. So not New Year's resolution, but like New Year's repentance. Like yeah. we're turning away from our sin and we're walking in. Uh, and so he's, that idea of baptism, walking in the newness mm-hmm. of life that God... And so um, as part of that message, um, I 
challenged the church to be praying for 2023 to be the year we see, like this year, we want to be baptizing our first yeah. people here at Cross Community Church. Yeah. And uh, that day, someone came forward requesting baptism. Oh, that's awesome. And uh, the next Sunday, somebody who wasn't even there the previous Sunday because they were out of town visiting family for uh-huh. the holidays, came back. One of the families, their little boy had prayed to receive Christ yeah. earlier that week. So it was like uh, the next Sunday I got to say we've the Lord answered that prayer twice, yeah. right? And so it was like, hey, that doesn't mean we, we did it. We that means we got to keep yeah, going. That means we keep going. That yeah. means we've got a whole rest of the year to get yeah. however many more we can, right? And it's like, so. and... Now there's a unique challenge of like, how do you do a baptism right, in yeah. a so rented figuring, space yes, without a baptistry? That doesn't have a baptistry, yeah. right? Yeah. So I'm like on Amazon looking up like inflatable hot tubs and yes. things like that, right? That's so it's awesome. like all these neat things, yeah. That's good. So we're trying to figure out some of the logistics yeah, of that. And so I'm good. meeting with uh, the 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 first person who came forward. Mm-hmm. I'm meeting with him today. Got lunch with him. So yeah. we're talk here his story and what That's God's good. doing in his life. And so yeah, good things. Good things are happening. We're uh, still doing different things, trying to engage our community well. We meet in a daycare, mm-hmm. and so we want to do different things to serve them. Yeah. And, uh, We've had some different uh, outreach events, like a fall festival and like other, yep. you know, those kinds of things. And so we just want to keep working hard and um, uh, and keep doing things where we can go out in the community where people already are. Yeah. And trying to be um, trying to instill more of that go and tell mentality uh-huh. uh, and not like less of, I don't want to like say we never do the come and see yeah. thing because like every Sunday morning worship service sure. is a come and see. Like we want sure. people to come to our church, but focus primarily on the go and tell, be around the yep. people where they're already at and trying to engage them on that level. Yep. Excellent. Well, I am so thankful for Matthew. Yeah. Oh, you had uh, something yeah. else So too? before we uh, kind of wrap up, yeah. you mentioned the, the smaller church pastor, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the people who like, I can't send 50 people. I've only sure. got 50 people or I don't even have that many. Right. Um, I have also as a church where we typically have about 40 in attendance, mm-hmm. right? I've already told them that we're a church plant that wants to plant churches. Yeah. I, we had a new members class this past Sunday, and so these new visitors, I mm-hmm. told them, are in, in fact, it was kind of funny because uh, one of the people there asked if our vision was to be a mega church, and it's like I'm looking around the room, and it was like, <laughs> it was like, no. yeah, <laughs> like, we think we do a whole lot of multiplication, right? <laughs> um, and but no, it's like if we grow to a certain size, our plan is to be sending people out mm-hmm. from this congregation. Yeah. We want to have that built into the DNA of who we are, that's right. and so that's a difficult uh, switch to flip for yep. somebody who's been doing church a certain way for a long time. Mm-hmm. But it, that doesn't mean that that it's not possible. When we uh, plant a church, Lord willing, in the first three to five years of our existence, that's that's our timeline. Yeah. That's when we want to do it. Um, it won't look like what Colonial Heights did for that's us. Right. That's It'll right. be a very different kind of context. Mm-hmm. It might be we have one person that right. we're sending out. It might be that we've got two, like you said. Mm-hmm. It might be, a, it'll, it will be very different, yeah. but that doesn't mean we're not going to do it. That's right. right? That's, right. that's the call that God has given us, and we want to take that seriously to be multiplying new churches. And let me, ju- I'll just say this last thing. Like, we're on the same team. Yeah. So, yeah. like, I'm excited when you've got baptism. I'm excited when church, when, when I was excited, not because I wanted to see them go, but like to see this yeah. taking place. Uh, that was a hard thing to send people away from here. Our numbers then shrink. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that was hard. But at the same time, man, what a huge blessing. And again, because we see it as kingdom, yeah. then you can celebrate when Colonial Heights is growing. You can Absolutely. celebrate when mm-hmm. church down the street is growing and and on and on because we're excited that, that 
God's name is being praised. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, we look forward to that. I, I thank you so much for being on this yeah, thanks. Uh, yeah. and and allowing me to host you in that yeah, way. We go, yeah. uh, but uh, I hope this has been helpful to you, and uh, if it's been beneficial to your ministry, if you think so, then uh, please rate, review, and share it on your social media. And thank you for listening.